We're continuing Simon Reishna and Base. We'll be doing Sif Gimel and Sif Dalad. Sif Gimel. You mean Haisim Malachim before Samus, Vyaduashi Shal Yisrael, Vaosa Osab Makam before If there is a Malachim before Samus, where the non Jew is doing this in a very public way, and everyone knows that the item he's working on belongs to a Yisrael, then Tov Lahachmer Velasar, it's good to be Machmir and to assume that it's Asr. So what does that mean, Tov L'Hachim Revelesa? The Be'er says, Perush, Sheim Osa B'Shabbos Tzarech Limchos B'Yadu Afilu that even if you made a stipulation with him before Shabbos, giving him a price for the job, and you see him doing it on Shabbos, you should tell him to please stop it. However, L'Chachila, you're allowed to give it to him, if it's your article of clothing, if it's your car, or anything else he's working on. You don't have to be concerned that he might do it on Shabbos. So the Mechaber here paskins, it means you gave it to him before Shabbos, and now you see him doing the Malacha for you on Shabbos. So if it's Mefursam, people know that he's doing the Malacha for you, then you should tell him to stop. In the previous sif, we spoke about giving your clothing to the cleaners or the, the hide to the tanner. People don't know who the clothing belongs to, who the oros belong to. And therefore, even if he would do the malacha, he would have his cleaners or the, the tannery in an open place. There's no need to make a malacha if you see him working on your item because nobody knows it belongs to you. But if it's known that the malacha is for the Yisrael, and he's doing it in an open place where everyone could see, and you see him doing it, you have to make a macha. Tell him, please don't do it for me on Shabbos. People don't know that there is a kitzitza, that you're set a price to pay him for the malacha. And they're going to be choshed you, and they're going to think you're hiding as a schir yom. Like we saw in Reish Mem Dalet, Sif Aleph. Ayin Shom Sif Dalet, the Das Shulchan Aruch Shom, the Medina Aser Bezeh. There the Shulchan Aruch was clear, unlike, unlike the, the expression Tov Lahachmir it uses over here. Over there in Reish Mem Dalet, it says Medina, it's Aser. Ayin Berelochad, Debre Mas Childina, that it looks like there's somewhat of a contradiction. Reish Mem Dalid, this case was Aser. Over here in Reish Nun Beis, it's Tov Lachmir. But the Iker is like Reish Mem Dalid. This is Aser, and you have to. Not just Tov Lachmir, but you have to tell him to stop. Sivkat and Chafhei. V'yaduashi, l'fizeh. So it comes out according to this. Ha'chalukim shenikarim sheheim shel Yisrael. If there are particular types of clothing, the Bekusha, or the strimal, you take him to the cleaners, and everyone knows that belongs to a Jew. And he's cleaning them by the river in an open place where everyone sees. Then you have both conditions. He's doing the malacha in a public way, and it's clear that he's doing it for a, for a Jew. Then you have to make a malacha when you see him doing it on Shabbos. That's the Magan of Ram. However, the Tosa Shabbos says, the concern for Cheshad doesn't apply. Because people, it's true, they see a Bekesha that's being cleaned, so they know it's being done for Yisrael, but they don't know who it belongs to. It doesn't say your name on it. 
So this is a big machlogus, the Magad of Ram and the Tosa Shabbos. Do we apply the, the, the Maris Ayin issue when it's clear it belongs to a Yisrael, but it's not clear to whom exactly it belongs to? Now, potentially you could argue that it depends on what kind of Maris Ayin we're talking about. If the Maris Ayin is Cheshad, that people will assume you're doing something wrong, they're going to suspect you, so then, Tosa Shabbos makes a lot of sense. It's only if they know it's you, versus uh, generally, it's a Jewish item, but, they, but they're, not, they're not being chosh at any particular person. In contrast to the Mara sign we spoke about earlier, where if this is allowed, people will assume it could be allowed even in a, in a way that's actually usher. Right, that's a different kind of Mara sign. So then, Lechorah shouldn't make a difference who it belongs to. But that's one potential heter here. That even though it's clearly owned by a Jew, if they don't know who it belongs to, you have the Tosva Shabbos saying there's no cheshat. Comes along the Chayodim. The Chayodim heikel b'zeh od mitamacher. He was lenient for a different reason. The keven shiaduah shemina kol b'neir litein kelim l'kobes b'kablonus. If it's known that the minig in the entire city is to give kelim to be give your uh, your clothing to the cleaners b'kablonus. Even if he's cleaning it by the river, in an open and revealed area, no one's going to be choshed you that you hired him as a schirion, because no one does that, he's a kablin. Like we saw earlier, This is true for all kalim. And he's saying this, Badafka. For all kalim, all utensils, all movable items that the custom in this city is the kablanas, the ain iser bezeh, then there's no iser with this whatsoever. The only problem would be if he's cleaning your clothing in your home. Because there, even though no one's going to think he's a schiryom, but we had a different marasayan, like you mentioned in Sifkot and Yod Zion, that they're going to think that you told them to do the malacha for you, kaveh malachta b'shabbos. So we have a massive heter of the chayadim, but it seems the heter is only, only applicable to kalim, to movable items, but it would not be true to mechubu l'karka, like we mentioned earlier, reish mem gimel, reish mem dalid, something mechubu l'karka, when they're actually doing work, construction, plumbing, painting, on your home, or on your field, that would be a whole different level, that had a din of meforsim, although the ramah was more mekel there, we saw from the Achronim that uh, when it's Mechubal Akarka, we're very machmer. But at least when something's uh, in the category of a kli, like your clothing or even potentially your car. Right? We, we spoke about this case as well. If you bring a car to the mechanic, everyone know that 1987 Volkswagen belongs to you. You're driving it all around. They know that that's the rabbi's car. But the uh, mechanic is paid as a kablum. And therefore, there's no cheshadis as yom. So by Kalim, we have the Hetra of the Chai Adam, and it's Mutter. Sif Dalit. Kol Shekatsatz, Afal Pi Shiyaz and Yehudi Malacha B'Shabbos. You made a Ketzitza, you set the price, even if the non Jew does the Malacha for you in Shabbos. Mutter li Yisrael Lilvosh Hakli B'Shabbos Atzma. Here the Machaber shares with us a Chiddish that you're allowed to wear the newly cleaned clothing on Shabbos itself. Since there is a kitzitza, he's doing it for the salary. It's a daitel lenafshek ovid, and there's no iser in getting hanaf from the malacha. That's what the machaber says. 
Comes along the Ramah. V'yesh osrin show. Others, though, say it's osr to wear the clothing if it was clean on Shabbos. Kol gemar As long as you know for sure he completed the malacha on Shabbos, you cannot get hana from that malacha. And you should wait till Motsoy Shabbos, the time that it took him to do the Malacha. And we mentioned before, Kadesh Yas is a klal whenever we speak about Malachas Akum, that when a goy does Malacha for you on Shabbos, you have to wait the time it took him to do the Malacha in order not to benefit from what he did. Uh, this is how we're knowing, L'chadchila says the Ramah. Unless there's a need. So let's say the, uh, you drop your clothes off at the cleaners on Friday afternoon, and obviously that's considered kitsitsa. There's a clear price for how much they're going to charge you for a suit or a pair of pants. And then the uh, delivery service comes Shabbos morning, and they drop off your suit. Here it is. And it turns out it worked out perfectly, because Friday night, your last clean suit... Uh, the soup spilled all over it, so you have nothing else to wear. So even the remote says, Yesh Osr in the love show, and it's Osr to wear it if you know the Malach was done on Shabbos, here the remote would agree, there's a Tzorech, and therefore be Mutter. The Im Yesh Litlo Shenigma of Erev Shabbos, and if maybe the Malach was done on Erev Shabbos, you're not sure, then Mutter Bechol Indian, then it's Mutter, even if there's not that much of a Tzorech. That's the Shita of the remote. So that's only though if the non-Jew sends it to your home. However, for you to walk into the cleaners, to go into the base Uman on Shabbos, that would be also based on Israel. However, this whole discussion is limited to articles that the, the non-Jew is working on for the Yisrael. Meaning to say, it belongs to the Yisrael, and I'm repairing it, I'm fixing it, I'm cleaning it. But let's say you have a shoemaker, and he's making shoes. It would be mutter for a Jewish person, right? They're neighbors, they know each other. He walks into the shoe store, and he sees a nice pair of shoes. He'll pick them up, and he can wear them on Shabbos. As long as they don't speak about the price, says the Ramah, because he wasn't working on your item, it didn't belong to you, he wasn't doing malacha for you with your thing, he was just making a pair of shoes, you would be allowed to go into the store itself, take the pair of shoes, as long as there's no discussion of money. So on one hand, we have the Ramah being more machmer than the Machaber. The Machaber told us, even though you know the Malacha was done for you on Shabbos, he cleaned your suit, you're allowed to wear the suit. The Ramah says, Yesh Osrin, unless there's a Tzorich. But if it wasn't your item, Bechlal, and you walk into the store, it would be okay to take the, uh, the particular thing. Let's take a look at the Mishnah. Remember, Rasef Kod Chavav, Kol Shikatzatz, Uba'ofen Shlohaya Iser Bahanasina. The Machaber here in Sibdal is talking about a case where everything was done in a permissible way. You fulfilled all the requirements of Kitsitsa setting a price that we spoke about in Sif Base. So the Machaber said, even though the Malacha was done on Shabbos, it's mutter to get Hanaf from it, to wear the, new, the newly clean suit. 
V'lo dami l'mashim of Ora B'Simen Reishai involve Sif Aleph Baga. So the, the Mishnah Bura here is bothered by the question, this seems to be in direct conflict to Simen Reishai involve Sif Aleph in the Ramah. We're going to learn that if a non-Jew lights a candle for Yisrael, even if he's not being paid as a schiryom, there's ketzitza, there's a stipulation, you're going to pay him a set price. If he lights the candle for you, you cannot get hanaf from that candle at all. So why is our case different? So says the Mishnah Berurah, the Hacha Afal Gav She Yisrael Nena Belavishaso Melech Shabbos. Even though through wearing the, the the newly clean suit, you're benefiting from Melacha on Shabbos. Mikol Makom Eino Yehudi Lo Oved B'Shabbos B'Shvil Hanas Yisrael. The the non-Jew wasn't doing the Melacha for the benefit of the Jew. Rakedaiti Lenavshe Lamar Lahashlim Pulaso. He was doing it himself for his own scheduling to, to expedite the Pu'ah, to have all of Sunday free, to go on a, on a family trip. Masha'ain Kain Hasim, in contrast to Reshai and Vav, where he lights the candle for you, had It's true there is a kitzitza, and you're paying him, and you're paying him for a job. But right here and now, when he lights that candle for you, he's doing it for you, for your Hanah. And that's why in Reisha and Vav, it's Aser to get Hana from the candle. And therefore, the same thing would be true in our case. Let's say the Yisrael said to the non-Jew right before Shabbos, Why didn't you finish my work yet? So he says back to you, Don't worry, I'll take care of everything. I'm getting the message. I'll do it right away for you on Shabbos. Even though it's not so convenient for me, I'm going to work extra hours. I'll get it done for you. So in that case, So then even the Machaber, who's more lenient, would say, You can't wear that suit on Shabbos. Because it wasn't the title of Nafshe, he was doing it for your Hanah. So that's the distinction between our case here in Reish Nun Beis and the case of lighting the, uh, the candle in Reish Ayin Vav. That's why when it comes to uh, having a cleaning help, if, if you're sitting in the living room and it's too dark to read, and uh, she walks in and she wants to do you a chesed, she wants to turn on the light so you can read your sefer, once she does so, you can't get benefit from that malacha. That's a real hana, because there is no way to read without the light being on. And she's doing it for you, even if there's some kind of kitzitza, this malacha was done for you, and you can never get benefit from malachas, from malachas akum that's done for you. Sifkat and chavches. V'yesh osrins, the Ramah says, uh, others were of the opinion, you can't wear the, uh, the begad on Shabbos. Taimam, what's their reasoning? They feel it's osr for Yisrael to get any hana from malachas Shabbos, no matter what. Even though it's Daitla Nafshe Kovid, Kevin Shemikol Mokom Nasa Mulacha Bishvilo. The bottom line is this Mulacha was done for you, and therefore you're not allowed to get Hana from Mulacha Zakum. That's the Yesh Osrim. Sifkot and Chavtes, Bekadesh Yasa, rather you should wait, Kadesh Yasa after Shabbos, Kadesh Lo Yehonah Mulacha Shabbos, in order that you're not getting any benefit whatsoever from the Mulacha done on Shabbos, because if theoretically you could, uh, you could wear that new suit right after Shabbos is over, so you're still getting benefit from the fact that they cleaned it for you on Shabbos. That's the whole philosophy 
at least according to uh, to one opinion in the Rishonim, it's a Machlokas Rashi and Tosav, we'll learn more about that in Mitzvah Shem later, but uh, the basic philosophy is, you have to wait Kadesh Yasis, you're not getting any benefit from the Molochah. Lofizeh, Bishnei Yomim Tov Mishel Goliyos, Im Osen Yehudi Berishon, it comes out according to this, if you have a two-day Yantif anywhere in Chutz Laharetz, and the non-Jew does Molochah for you on the first day of Yantif, Mutter Mitchiles Yom Sheni B'Kadesh Yasim Monav Shach, then it will be mutter the second day of Yontif after Kadesh Yasa, If the first day is really Yontif, then the second day is Chol. Of course I'm allowed to, to wear this suit now. And if the first day was really Chol, and now the second day is Yontif, so there is no Molacha performed for me in Yontif. It doesn't make a difference if it was done for me or if it was done for others. Um, basically, as long as the malacha is done for a Jew, this kanas would apply. Rabbah was mekel that if there was kitzitza and there was a set price that was clarified beforehand, then it's only usher for the person for whom the malacha was performed, but it would be mutter for others. Sivkat and Lamed. The Ramah said, however, if maybe the Molacha happened Arab Shabbos, then you can be Mekel. Because listen, you have those Rishonim, and that's the sheet of the Mechaber, that are Mekel Bechol Inyan, even if the Molacha was done on Shabbos, because it's that Lenavshay. So though the Ramah's Machmir general, if it's not so clear when the Molacha was actually performed, then there's enough room to be Mekel. Let's say the shoe was already fixed before Shabbos. And the only thing he did on Shabbos itself, he was able to enhance it, to smooth it out, to polish it. Shari, then it's mutter to wear those shoes, even according to the Ramah. The only time we say that a hana from Malachas Akum is Asr and Shabbos, if it's a substantial hana. So in the case of reading the, the Sefer, if it was so dark in the room that I couldn't read beforehand, that only through turning on the light, now I'm able to do so, so that's a real Hana, and I, I can't read that Sefer. If the shoes were not usable before Shabbos, and it's only through the Malacha that, that now I can wear them, then I can't wear them. But if they're already pretty much put together, and they were just doing the finishing touches on Shabbos, that's not a substantial hana, and that would be mutter, like we'll see, Reish no Gimel Sefalif Pahaga. Who would then clay pishtan, shanos and Yehudi, tachas amachvish b'Shabbos? The same thing is true with, uh, with the baggage made from linen, and they, uh, they ironed it for you on Shabbos, they got out the wrinkles, shari gam ke mitamzeh. It was wearable, it was usable, it was clean, they were just enhancing it, and therefore that's not a substantial hana, that would not be a problem. Sivkatun laman alef, likach kelim, so we said the hetter is only if they bring the clothes to you, but you can't go into the, the cleaners, into the store itself, and get it. That's true even if you know for sure the malacha was done before Shabbos. And even if you need the suit on Shabbos, you can't walk into the store to take your suit. Why not? It's a Marasayan problem that people will think that uh, they did it for you on Shabbos, and, and you told them to do it for you on Shabbos. That's why you can never walk into the store and take it. Let's say I'm not walking out holding the suit, 
but I'm going to put it on in the cleaners itself, and I'll walk out wearing the suit. Gamke Nasumitamza, that would still be included in the Marasayan. You can't walk into the store and take your suit. Because of Mogadavram. And perhaps going there or even having a non-Jew take it rather from the store for you, that might also be a problem that might be in the category of uvda dechol. And uvda dechol we've spoken about before, one of the most ambiguous phrases or concepts when it comes to Hilcho Shabbos. We find many examples of uvda dechol throughout the Chayla Gimel and also we speak about Hilchos Yontif. Uh, and there are different examples one example of the Dechol is if you're doing something that might lead to Malacha. Another case is if you're doing something that has a lot of Tircha involved, a lot of hassle, or you're really exerting yourself. Another example of the Dechol is you're doing something that's permissible, but it's too close, it looks, uh, looks too similar to Malacha. Shlomo Zalman speaks with the Dechol, and he says that if you're doing something, even though you're doing it in a mutter way, but usually doing this thing is, is, a, is a cause of malacha, that's Uv Dechol. So there are many potential definitions or, or descriptions of Uv Dechol, but that might be the issue here as well. Bottom line is, if you're going to wear this suit, they have to bring it to you, and not vice versa. Sifkat Lamed Beis, Mi Beis Uman, Ve'ein Chilvak Ben Yisrael and Yehudi, does it make a difference who the store owner is, if he's a Jew or a non-Jew? You can never take it from Yibes Uman. Sifkat and Lama Gimel, of any Yehudi Shosa, but if you have a non-Jew who's making a pair of shoes, they don't belong to you yet, then to walk in and take the shoes would be mutter. Because here, the store owner, he's making the shoes of Daitel Nafshe. The Isr Dahavo Yibes Uman, I have about the Marasayan question. I understand that there's not there's not a real problem with getting benefit from Malachas Akum. He wasn't working on your thing, it wasn't yours yet. But how about the Marasayan problem? You're walking into the shoe store, so uh, it looks like he's doing it for you. So the Ramah holds even going to the shoe store would make no difference. Everyone knows that he's making shoes because he wants to sell them. He's not doing it for you. Then to You don't have the marasayan problem of people thinking you told them to do it for you. So objectively, there's no problem of hana because they weren't being done for you, and there's no marasayan as well. However, the Magad of Ram and others argue on the, on the Ramah. That uh, they don't make that distinction between someone working on your item versus working on, uh, on things that don't belong to you yet. Either way, you can't walk into a store and take something on Shabbos. The only difference would be, if they bring it to you, then it would be mutter to wear. So if they're not cleaning your suit, but rather he made a suit and it was brought to you, then you're allowed to wear it. As long as the majority of people in the city are not Jews, then we don't assume he did it on behalf of a Jew, like we'll see in Tavkov Tesvav. However, if the Ein Yehudi is not an Uman, he's not a craftsman, he's a Chenveni, he's a store owner, then Efshir de Yesh he's not making things and selling them. He, he, has a whole, he has a whole store with groceries or with medicine, he has a pharmacy. Then Efshir de Yesh maybe even the Mogan of Ram and the other Achronim would be Mekel. 
וגם בזה מפקפק עם התוספות שעות פרימגודם, אבל even with this, people are not so, not so confident, הביולי קול אלקופון עובדה דחול, it still might be this problem עובדה דחול. So the question is, can you walk into a CVS on Shabbos, assuming you know the, the person behind the counter, and uh, you're not going to mention any price, but you would like some, uh, some Gatorade for your Shabbos Suda, are you allowed to walk in, say hello, and uh, you know, have a clear eye contact that you'll talk about this later, and take the Gatorade? So the Ramah would seem to say that's mutter. And even the Magan Avram and other Echronim who would disagree when it comes to an Uman, to someone who makes and sells things, but uh, potentially they would agree for a Chenvini. Like the case of CVS, I'm just walking in, I'm, I'm purchasing something that's in your store, you didn't make it. Even there though, you might have the Paramu of the Dechol, and therefore it is not, not so simple. If the need arises, I would suggest you ask a Shiloh. Sivkot and Lamadalad, Shaloh Yiktso Simo. The bottom line is, though, the only heter of walking in and taking something is if there's no discussion of money. You don't mention how much you're going to pay for it. If you were to mention something about the money, that would be in the category of doing business on Shabbos. Even though you're not paying him now, those kind of conversations are a violation of Dabra Dover. We will uh, continue tomorrow, Mitzvah with Sif Hay.